here's Johnny's reviews. The movie review podcast that will guide you through a movie. Tonight I'm looking at My Name is Bruce from 2007, question mark. Starring everyone's favourite modern day B-movie actor, Bruce Campbell. Now, I bought this as part of the Bruce Campbell box set, which includes such classics as The Man with the Screaming Brain and Bubba Hop. Hotep back in 2010 for a Halloween all-nighter. I watched it that one time and remembered next to nothing from these movies. That goes... Well, this movie rather, and that goes for the entire fucking box set. I really didn't think much of the fan favourite, Bubba Hotep, because I just thought it was eh, to be honest. I mean, mm. So, now we off the fanboys, let's just get into this one. With a budget of 1.5 million, this thing pulled in $173,060. This thing first came out in 2007 and was a film festival lovey. Then came out in late 2008 for a very short cinema release before being shut out onto DVD and dying in obscurity. Basically, from what I've read... Online, this is kind of the basis of Ash vs. Evil Dead, or kind of if you squinted, I mean, hmm. Anyway, let's just get into this one. Starring Bruce Campbell, Grace Thorson, Ted Ramey, Tyler Sharp, Dan Hicks, and Ellen Sandvis, directed by Bruce Campbell. The plot, down and out drunk Bruce Campbell, is on the set of some street t- tape movie when a crazed fan kidnaps him to deal with the town's demon, as you do. Hmm? Uh, the fan thinks Bruce Campbell is Ash from the Evil Dead movies, so Bruce must fight an old Chinese demon and not only save the small town, but save himself. Can he do so? You find out here. So, after the Dark Horse Studio logo, I have no idea how that is, but they've had that one. I'm guessing it's a comic book, I mean, eh. This opens up on two townfolk folk singing uh, a song of the story of the small town of Goldlick, telling of the Chinese curse placed on a town due to greed. After a gold mine caved in, the Chinese elders cursed the town with Guan Dai, or Wan Dai even. Uh, cut to two teens speeding through town in which I think is Sam Raimi's infamous car. They are Jeff, played by Taylor Sharp, and his late naughty skater boy, Douchebro. What's his name? Who the fuck cares? I mean, this is one of these movies where hardly any people are bloody named. Anyway, this Douchebro guy shits on Bruce Campbell and all his movies, including The Man with the Screaming Brain, Alien Apocalypse, Maniac Cop, and some made-up bullshit movies. And yes, you've guessed it, Alien Apocalypse is the fourth movie in the box set, and yes, it is indeed beyond awful. The only thing interesting about that one is it has... Oh, what the hell's her name now? The chick that played Gabrielle and Xena. Yeah, there we have that one. Anyway, moving on. And I've got to see here, the commentary of this movie is so sharp, so clever, so witty. I bet I watched The Edges make slice my fingers open. Also, I love how the skater bro drops he loves Bubba Hotep, with Jeff saying, Everyone loves Bubba Hotep! Uh, I didn't. I thought it was okay, but it wasn't the bloody bee's knees to be on end all movie. I mean, uh, get over yourself, fanboys. I mean, hmm. 
Anyway, they drive to a graveyard to, quote, get laid. Finally, Skitter Bro is named. He is Clayton, played by Logan Martin. They're there to meet Little Deb, played by Ali Ake, and Big Deb, played by Arian, uh, Ariel Bandenhop. Seems Jeff is not only a B-movie geek, but he is a virgin. Oh, with that, he is easily scared. So this is his big chance to lose his, quote, V-card. Jeff strikes out with little Deb after he tries the Give Me Some Sugar Baby line from Evil Dead 3, I believe. On her, she isn't interested in him on the altar. She just smashes gravestones, as you do. I mean, hmm. Uh, what do you know it? So is Big Deb and Clayton. This pisses off the Chinese demon that quickly kills the entire group. Oh, but Jeff, who gets the fuck out of there with a gold medallion. He stole from the gold mine sealed entrance. Guan Dai is put by James Peck. He quickly cuts these disrespectful little douchebags down to size. Using his giant, I don't know, I think it's a pike, I think it is. It's a gigantic uh, sword thing on top of a large pole, so. Hmm. So, what is Jeff to do? Why hunt down Bruce Campbell to take care of this demon? But of course, because, uh, logic be damned. Speaking of which, he's on the set of his latest B-movie, Cave Alien 2. Made up, but of course. Playing action star spewing out one-liners as he does. Dear God. Out of the shadows attacks the cave aliens, and I swear to God, these little Cthulhu's illegitimate children made on an 80s Doctor Who budget. These things look cheap. Of course, Bruce gets sprayed in the face with alien blood, because of course it is, it's Bruce Campbell. He then yells, cut, and has a go at the director. He then just walks off set, only to try and hit on the female lead of Cave Alien 2, who she called, who cares? Bruce yells at a grip to get him some lemon water, so yes, you've guessed it, the grip pisses in a bottle and hands it back to him, because that is utterly goddamn hilarious, isn't it? And at the end of the shoot, he's swamped by fans, so he hands out signed 8x4s, or 8x10s, what size different pictures are, as he, as he goes to his car, I mean, ooh, ah. Cut to that night at a sleazy strip joint. Bruce is there to meet his agent, Miles, played by Ted Rami, uh, who Bruce fires because he is the worst agent in Hollywood, but Miles smooths things over and pays for Bruce's drinks the entire night. Much later that night, a now drunk Bruce is pushing, pu- pushing rather, his piece of crap master to his trailer home. Here he feeds his dog Sam Rob, sorry Sam and Rob, uh, a cute little nod to Sam Raimi and Ted Tappert, the Evil Dead <coughs> geniuses. He feeds him, anyway, the dog gets fed with fake whiskey. Shimps, another cute nod to Evil Dead there, as Shimps is what Ted Rami or rather Sadrami, uh, called the Deadites before they were called the Deadites in Evil Dead movies. Also, it's a nod to the Three Stooges. God, John, you fucked that right up there. I mean, So, now blind drunk, Bruce watches TV where some TMZ-style program slams him for doing straight-to-tape crap. And then Bruce goes along his little trailer, finishing every one of the almost empty bottles of scotch and then he calls his ex-wife Cheryl played by Ellen Sandwis 
who played Cheryl in Evil Dead, because that's utterly motherfucking hilarious, isn't it? See, so sharp, so genius, so, um, what's what I'm looking for? Crap! Oh my god, she's not buying what he's selling anymore, and she calls him a depressed, washed up drunk. And would you know it, she's sleeping with his agent. 20 minutes later, Jeff shows up to beg a Bruce to take on Wandai, the god of war. Bruce thinks it's a crazy fan, tried to sell him on his latest film, uh, student film rather. So he tells him to keep it under half a million dollars, get a watch-up actor in the main role, and maybe, just maybe, you'll make money on the DVD backends on Amazon Prime, as you do. Seconds later, Jeff tries again, this time leaving a quarter on the ground. Bruce bends over to pick it up, and Jeff knocks him out for baseball, but because hilarious, right? More focusing about the Japanese, uh, the, sorry, the Chinese god. Cut to Bruce waking up in the trunk of Jeff's car, heading to Goldlick. As in town, Guan Di is killing the town folk left, right, and centre. So cut to the morning. Ted Rami is now playing Luigi, a signwriter who paints the town's population down from three, sorry, down to three, three seven to three three nine. Anyway, Jeff hits town, and what's left of the townsfolk are all over him. The mayor, played by Ben McCain, helps Bruce out of the boot or the trunk of the car. Bruce is then pissed until he claps eyes on Kelly, played by Grace Dawson. And boom, he's in lust, but she is, of course, unimpressed. Also in this town is Dan Hick, playing a, quote, dirty farmer. He played Jake in Evil Dead 2, and once he fails to hit on uh, Kelly, Bruce turns on the town folk saying they have kidnapped a movie star and this is an attack on art. Who the fuck wrote this script, by the way? I mean, Jesus Christ. Cut back to the set of Cave Alien 2. They get a dummy to play Bruce's role because that's funny hilarious, isn't it? Anyway, Jeff drops to Bruce his agent says this would be fine. Suddenly Bruce is all in. He thinks this is a game. So plays along thinking this is all fake and it's a buffy gag for fucking reasons. So that afternoon in the town hall, the mayor tries to tell Bruce who or what he is up against. But Bruce thinks this is all one big joke. All Bruce is interested in is hitting badly on Kelly, who isn't even interested in the slightest. Seems she's Jeff's Mum, even though she didn't look that old, but then we have that one. Because I think Jess supposed to be like 18 or something. I mean, hmm. She looks about, I don't know, 30? Moving on, the mayor explains that in 1870, the mineshaft caved in and killed hundreds of Japan, uh, Chinese. rather. Ever since then, the town has been cursed, and now the god of being cursed, yes folks, and of war, and of the dead, is set free due to... Jeff, so it's down to Bruce to stop it. Okay then. Cue Ted Rami, dressed as an old Chinese man, because that is racist much, I mean, oh my god. He tries to ward Bruce off, but Bruce thinks this is just a joke and starts mocking the hell out of this old guy. So with that, Bruce tells Jeff, sorry, Jeff tells Bruce he can stay with him and his mother. Then he takes him to his room, which is floor-to-ceiling Bruce Campbell uh, paraphernalia, including props from movies. 
all real stuff, all from Brushy's private collections. It even has a poster from Running Time, an experimental movie from 1997, which was done in one take, the entire movie. Which can be found on Evil Dead, Book of the Dead DVD, I believe, so hmm. That night, the town throws Bruce a hoedown. And what do you know, Kelly runs the one bar in town. She tries to warn Bruce this is real. Also, the whole town thinks he'll save them because Bruce has talked uh, sorry, Jeff has talked up Bruce, thinking he's actually Ash from Evil Dead. Jesus Christ, what this crap. Meanwhile, in the outskirts of town, the sheriff, who is played by God knows who, because he's not even fucking named, is killed by Wan D. By the way, this sheriff guy, whoever the fuck he is, is one of the two folk singers, along with the mayor, who sings in every fucking act of the bloody well movie. Back to Bruce. He's now drunk, so hits on Kelly again. And this time, with the mayor forcing her, she dances with him badly. Later, they're in love, because of course they are. The two, the two go for a kiss, but the town folk break it up. They take him to a pawn shop to get a gun. Okay, then. And this place is run by Frank, played by Tim Quill. He played the blacksmith in the Army of Darkness, a.k.a. Evil Dead 3. He's also the husband of the dirt farmer, because why not? Bruce rejects all the guns until he gets a coat, something or other. I mean, I don't know guns. So, eh. What? No boomsticks? I mean, hmm. Jeff pulls Bruce aside and hands him a custom-made chainsaw. But Bruce rejects it, saying it's too heavy to go into battle. Out the town folks go to take on the demon. Now at the gold mine, Bruce tries to hype up the group, then leads them into battle. Wandy shows up, but Bruce still thinks it's all fake, and then freaks the fuck out once the demon starts to kill townsfolk left, right and centre. I mean, he runs for it, he even steals a kid's bike, and then he fills a hot wire trucks, and then he steals nobody's car, runs out of gas, so he runs back into town and tries to steal another truck, but that one fails again, I mean, this is just paddy to fuck, who the fuck wrote this crap? Anyway, finally he gets a ride out of town, leaving Jeff heartbroken and Kelly mad. Also, the townsfolk are out for blood. Cut to Ted Ramey, putting numbers, because there's no good paint, it's numbers, door numbers like that. Of the town's population, down to 331. He's then killed, so in his last breath he puts a zero up and it's 330, because this is utterly motherfucking hilarious. More folk singing shit later, as it tells us how badass Wandy is. God, just kill these guys already, this is so fucking bad. Bruce returns to his trailer home, and the dog is pissed at him, because of course the dog is psychic. He then gets a message from his ex-wife. She wants more money in the divorce settlement. Also in the mail is scripts for Cave Alien 3 and 4. And then out of the blue, a stripper his agent hires shows up, but she's not a fully transitioned uh, trans man or woman, what the hell one is. So, right then. So with no choice, Bruce goes back to Jeff, who handily phones the exact second Bruce thinks this, and tells him he's going to take on 1D by himself, because this was all his fault, while dressing in his finest skater boy outfits with bloody 
spiky hair and eyeliner for fuck's sake and black lipsticks for crying out Anyway, with no choice, Bruce heads back to the town after listening to his angel and demon self on each shoulder. Hilarious, right? Now back in town, it's all but empty and what little people are around hate Bruce. Kelly is so pissed off at him, she's burning all of Jeff's stuff with Bruce's face on it. So Bruce tries to smooth things over, but she ain't buying it again. Bruce drops Jeff is facing off against the demon all alone. So Kelly speeds off in her pickup truck to stop Jeff from killing himself, leaving Bruce in the dust. Cut to Jeff at the gold mine all alone. Okay then. Seconds later, Bruce is in the pickup truck, which handily has a Winchester shotgun in the back seat because reasons. So off the go to fight the demon. It is on Bruce Campbell versus One D, leaving Kelly and Jeff to scour through bad movie scripts for answers again. Who in the fuck wrote this thing? Who thought it was hilarious? Jeff spews out ridiculous B movie bloody. Uh, answers, but wouldn't you know it, it's Kelly that finds the answers. It is. Wait for it. Bean curd. And I'm done. Handily, Ted Rami is still an old man Chinese garb. And he's eating bean curd on a shed on the the, the um, graveyard. I mean, handy that. So Kelly steals all of it, uh, including a large box. And heads to fight Wan D. The old Chinese man chases after her and is quickly killed by Wan D. Bruce pulls out of his ass because there's five minutes left of this shit. A plan to seal Wan D in the mine using dynamite that handily Jeff has because of course it does. And handily the fucking dynamite is called Hercules. Tee hee ha He then plans and uses Jeff's gold medallion to seal it shut forever. Bruce distracts the demon by throwing bean curd at it while Jeff and Kelly put the dynamite in the mine and the mine shafts. Uh, Bruce then uses a cupboard cut of himself as bait in the mine entrance as Jeff uh, pulls the TNT plunger. But the demon doesn't fall for it so Bruce has no choice but to take on 1D one-on-one. -on -one. Bruce a bum rushes the demon forcing it into the mine, but Jeff can't kill his hero. But with one pip-pop from Kelly, he blows up the mine shaft, sealing 1D in for good. Bruce survives and places a seal, sealing the demon in. Surprise, it failed! Just as 1D is about to chop these down to size, Bruce freezes a film, stands up and breaks the fourth wall, talking to the writer, director and producer into a happy ending. Cue the happy ending, where Bruce, Kelly and Jeff live happily ever after. Nope. Wandy breaks through the screen to kill Bruce Campbell and freeze frame as credits mercilessly roll. Not gonna lie here, this was a chore to get through. Even at an hour and 24 minutes, this fucker dragged. This is painfully unfunny. This thing is not as clever or as sharp as it thinks it is. I mean, I am a Bruce Campbell fan, and I am a Evil Dead fan. I mean, who isn't? <laughs> I mean, what horror, far, uh, horror fan worth the salt isn't a fucking Evil Dead fan? But this thing is just painful. 
I mean, we get it. Evil Dead references left, right and centre. But, jeez, that's all this has got. That and piss-poor in-jokes that are not funny. Jesus, wept. It's terrible. So for that, I'm going to give this a 1, sorry, a 1D out of 10. It's terrible! Dear God, is it terrible. Anyway, come back next week for my final Christmas special. What will it be on? Who knows? And then I wrap things up. The whole podcast that is with, I haven't picked the movie yet. So don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. And follow me if you want to on Twitter at Here's a Johnny's Pod. Eh, bye.